0: That life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces, which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities. That is, if the opportunity to expand and create is taken. And remember that we do have to choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state, guys, that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain. And we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes. So remember, that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so When the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken, then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day. FYI, that is a person being a functional adult, forgiving, nuanced, knowing that there is not an evil button, there is a shame button, and it really isn't a button, it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires. And all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh, unforgiving, not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is, what living beyond your quote unquote self is, what doing something to help all people and all living things, including our Earth's resources, is. It is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love, L O V E capitalized, actually means in action, which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is. And enlightenment, as a soul age group, knows all of these things, FYI. Pure love, compassion, kindness, empathy. These are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without and external. It is from this place that we see the true heart of all people. All humanity has a heart that is this. They may not know it, but it is this. That we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide. Divide is a choice by the people of all lands. Every time people choose to speak, act, and take steps that are not loving, not compassionate, or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other. So whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response, the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart. It stems from our hijacked, fear brain, survival, fear, and lack. In fact, it's a physiological response, guys. This is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response. They don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person. So their prefrontal cortex is not engaged. What is engaged is their amygdala. And if they're already in their survival mode, guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol. And by the way, the stress hormones such as cortisol, turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip, or I hope you can, and if you can't, well, you guys get to be reminded about this, which I would say is quite awesome. Come on. And I'm trying to make it fun, see? (laughs) Also, the only answers have always been the same. It's called love, cooperation, compromise, structure, organization, communication, and so much building together. So when we choose to be from heart, we are always doing Loving, cooperative, compromising, structure, all of it. It's not going to be perfect. Again, flaws and imperfections. So what is this? This is, I am life. I am love. I am expanding consciousness. I am infinite, higher human consciousness potential. Love, Maria. And just so that, that we close with a couple of great quotes. And before we do that, I actually will have some other added information. Seneca or Seneca, I don't know how they pronounce, but one, time discovers truth. Very true, always, always. And then here's another one. Wherever there is a human being, there is an opportunity for a kindness. This is always Seneca. But my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness. Those of us in the Enlightenment soul age group, we are life, we are love. We are expanding consciousness, which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential. We live it. And again, Rumi, this is Rumi, goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul, there is no such thing as separation. The entire life of an Enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective And so we'll stand up and say, be yourself, but we won't mean be yourself from the ego. We'll mean be your expanded consciousness self. Our bodies contract whenever there's anything that is beneath the zero vibration, beneath the land of neutral, the land of equanimity. And we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects, depths of dimensions. This is why we have Shiva and Kali, besides Krishna Lila. Krishna Lila. We experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness. We have an irrepressible child. It's not a child, it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagal state. Shiva, we know non being. We have been unseen, unheard, unvalidated, unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places. And loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people, we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times. Our non being is because Shiva was never scary. Darkness is not scary, nor is it evil. We actually know what it's like, again, not to be seen or heard or validated. And we understood why, Kali. Because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what I can feel or think. You may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be. But besides that, and no matter what age you were, this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older. So this is a little bit of that. 5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you welcome back to my lovely ihp community i have some channeled guidances or messages for my lovely Krishna Lila, Shiva and Kali group. There are some interesting energies about and I was not planning on releasing an episode but the messages, you know how they are. And um, you'll hear in the upcoming episodes aspects and topics that will relate to what I'm sharing with you today. When it comes to you those of you who are in this enlightenment soul age group with the awareness of the human elements again some of you the spiritual elements whether it be through clairvoyance clairaudience clear sentience if you're a person who's stepped into that um, astral realm in this way so whether you have dream states or you just know your oversoul right all these topics we talk about um also spirituality so expanding consciousness in the form of said gurus spirituality true spirituality okay so those of you here whether you're out of shame or coming in from love right this is for you all with the energies about <clears throat> um, one thing that is clear is the fact that whether neurotypical or not we relate to each other from our inner world that uh, way that we began to use our nervous system okay and the the neocortex and uh, so there's again episodes we'll be talking about a little bit of regret so I found out from my updated eight-week courses I'm now doing regret and how regret can be something people learn from for those who take it and use it in a way of pursuing personal development <clears throat> but there's also potential and this would be only for people who have this specific cerebral like there would have to be a, a brain it's a brain deficit quote-unquote I use the word but it's not deficit it's that there's <clears throat> the neural cortex there's a disconnect and so this is where I'd say that it's a person that actually is not able to feel loss like sense it so they can't accept it which is where I'm going to venture off and guess that the psychopath might be more of the physical component, while the sociopath, mm, not necessarily, because that's the environment. So that disconnect, and I'm also going to venture off and reiterate what I have been thinking, that neuroplasticity shows that a person can rewire. So if, let's say, there are circuits of the brain that were turned off for reasons of the household environment, doesn't mean they can't be um, developed because it's the right brain that didn't get to develop it's underdeveloped as presented by my lovely teacher and she's a psychiatrist or psychologist and a you know, licensed and practitioner in that field of the psychoeducator field and practitioner field and as she spells out the right brain gets underdeveloped and the right brain is where our implicit memory system is So. There's all these aspects that one wants to consider because infinite potential is what the Enlightenment Soul Age group is all about. So the minute you understand that no person, one, is limited in their potential to achieve more, but that too, neuroplasticity, does share with us the bright and dark side, right? So here's another piece of information that I recently was reading, and you'll again hear about it. Uh, Let me go grab the website, though, because it has specific information. Well, and before we begin, I want to read the Sadhguru quote that is pretty much in tune with this topic, probably of the day, of how we mold ourselves. But of course, that mindset is everything, and then what and how you use it to explore the external and what the external brought. So if the external brought to you poor, violence, whatever it is, the mindset that is in 5D, so uncontrolled love, neutrality, that is in inner growth, the person who is in the I'm the owner of my life, okay, uh, that person will be able to take any piece of information and use it to expand, expanding consciousness which is what the Enlightenment soul age is only in expanding consciousness. So again, whether you were in limited and then got here, this, this, the, the part is that this infinite is open to you because you recognize from Maha Samadhi Samadhi that information adds to your knowledge bank. And you've disengaged from identifying as if, oh, because I have this list of words, it has to be organized only in this category. So you're now using your wholeness, your left, right, Brain, if you will, that unified brain to explore all topics. You're not in the adaptive child. You're not seeing things in black and white. You're not doing the overgeneralized statements or vilifying humanity or, you know, creating a narrative that only matches. No, no. You're objective and aware that you have a self, you have an ego, and that you are able to move beyond that ego self, that personality, and be in your spirituality, which is what we all are. And so your connectedness also to Akashic intelligence is here which you know is Shiva it's nothingness meaning it's not about God it's not about source it's not about a belief it's it's actual like you wake up and give your day to day yes or no and based on that and then these other parameters that are important so the way that your body functions and the way that you experience fear the way that you might not be speaking your truth some of you seriously (laughs) it's been a year now I think that the truth yeah. more than just a year but um yeah <clears throat> let me read to you the Sadhguru quote <clears throat> excuse me human beings are coming into this world unformed you can either mold yourself the way you want or other people in society will mold you if you allow too many hands to mold you you will become deformed the other new piece of information, so add to, you know, ASPD and neuroatypical overall, right? Add to that the attachment trauma and self-love deficit disorder, which is what this person that I forgot to mention his name in the, the episode where I talk about him. But let me read to you the bullet points of his um, presentation on the topic. So core shame which equals self-loathing fear of rejection abandonment that's all that is known by a person who has this self-love deficit disorder and they also have self-love deficit disorder addictions they also have pathological loneliness as part of what creates their relationally and emotionally isolation their human magnet syndrome with PNARCs personality narcissistic i think is what he's talking about so they will tend to track narcissists because they have at the foundation of their attachment a type of narcissistic sociopathic householder anyways there's this uh i haven't watched any of his courses or seminars yet but he talks about i am unlovable for who i am this would be the self-loathing sentence i am lovable only for what i do for you and what i don't do for me so only by giving to you and not giving to myself, am I actually loving? So this would be a person that has no idea what it is to be a human being. They're only a human doing. And these would be people that are codependent. And uh, he does say, you know, this is something that needs to be redefined because they tend to get boxed into the narcissistic category, and they're not. They're not um, narcissists by any means and i think i've lost the website let me go check it out for a minute so i can read it to you i'll read to you the description first of this person so the person his name is ross rosenberg and childhood trauma is complicated he says and should be understood on a continuum and he shows this in one of his seminars and um he has this uh codependency cure seminar that he hosts where he talks about how and why attachment trauma or the harm caused to child by their pathologically narcissistic parent causes codependency he also teaches about his trauma continuum concept and demonstrates a form of ptsd post-traumatic stress disorder which is also responsible for the creation of codependency And then he introduces the different levels of trauma and how they manifest emotionally, especially in dysfunctional relationships. So the fact that the defense mechanism in mitigating and buffering trauma, uh, in this case, is through repression and suppression. So the person doesn't actually realize that they're in this codependent, uh, in fact, he calls it the the, the codependent narcissist trap, the human magnet syndrome is one of his first books or latest books and this is a personal development or he offers excuse me personal development seminars for self-love recovery and again this uh, syndrome that he defines is something that I'm sure I learned about in different ways from my trauma experts at nicabm.com but he's devised a way to organize it only to focus and this is great to support those who are in these types of relationships because of um, not realizing that they are so the codependency cure this seminar that he offers recovering from self-love deficit disorder this is the bullet point list that I read to you in this future coming episode but again it's something I want to share through our channeled guidance and you'll get the why in a minute um so the human magnet syndrome is something that talks about this codependency trauma core shame how the self-love deficit disorder creates not only pathological loneliness but also addictions that perpetuate this shame cycle um he also shares how and why like narcissists will be attracted to it which obviously it will be all related to those attachment styles and sex and romance how it's prohibited during certain stages i'm assuming he is teaching to people why they should want to abstain (laughs) from something like that but codependency withdrawal addiction and pathological loneliness the power and control strategies used by narcissists to control codependence so people who have a self-love deficit okay and uh, he also shares how um, the healing properties of sadness and grief forgiveness is a choice not a mandate self-love abundance he he includes spirituality and like i was saying this is where just renaming codependency he says the self-love deficit disorder is something important and how Codependents, SLDs, cannot be narcissists. Well, and this cannot. Obviously, I'm sure there are plenty who would have something different to say, but because we are all in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, the people who are here and they are in the bodies of these subject matters also will stay open and understanding to words because words are a way for us to organize information. So while some academics will go into great length to discuss and argue those of us who are a bit more open-minded will know okay we got the gist of it the pseudoscience stuff right um but long story short this is a very important note because while others have not defined codependency this way so far this actually makes me think of the disorganized attachment um definitely ambivalent attachment The anxious and avoidant, they're a bit more straightforward in in mannerisms, but at the same time, avoidant is where the potential narcissistic traits, and any time you hear that word narcissist, I would say to disengage from the vilification of it as a whole, and stigmatization of it, as well as the aspect of thinking that any person does not have feelings, all human beings have feelings, that their nervous system works in a specific way, this is where trauma, is in fact, as Stephen Porges states, the result of how our nervous system learned to defend us, to give us safety in our environment. And as Gabor Mate presents, when our environment is full of panic and stress, our infant body can do nothing but do shutting down. This is why certain brain circuitries end up how they end up in a certain sense, okay? And this is very, again, generalized, but long story short, As we move into the end of the year, those of you who are in this enlightenment soul age group and the ones particularly that have come out of the shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles. So the ones of you who have come out of your, I'm gonna say blinders, okay? We'll we'll just use the adaptive child, the self-preserving teenager. So now the adult is in the room. The adult which understands let's say self-loathing so self-love deficit disorder i don't like using words such as disorder because they make it seem like it's fixed in stone it's not as ruth the founder of NICABM.com, states we always and can resolve trauma it is a journey the part about regret uh, it is not about being in regret actually that will not suffice that will not do good that will just keep people in a space that is uh basically self-loathing unworthiness and shame self-blame which is the way that an, a, a child learned to accept their abusive household or neglectful household if you can disengage completely from the story which is where you should be this is where you understand the mechanics in a way that's human it's not in a way of we're robots no it's actually a way of saying okay beneath our personalities we have what is called our brain and our nervous system we have that psychological floor Those six neurons if our brain's working effectively we will feel regret or if we don't feel that regret or um, remorse if you will or guilt the, the sociopath the aspd there's a reason for it same thing goes for the psychopath okay so there's there's ways that those individuals once they understand and since we all live amongst society we all know the word even if a person can't experience it within their body if you will the reality is that by watching any type of movie by being in any type of relationships we know all these words for reasons and so if somebody is in the enlightenment soul age group they will not be identifying as something outside of themselves they will know their body heart and mind and if there are aspects that are not felt the same way as another this is they're not comparing and let me be like you they're okay this is interesting and they are all encompassing we're always all inclusive so this means we unconsciously love each other as we are well-rounded okay and that's why <clears throat> there aren't more special or less special people we're all people and with that notion you know you're people So whether you have self-loathing or not, for example, or you're out of it finally, you know that it's not you, meaning this is part of your history of what and however it is, you've uncovered the protector lens, okay? So you're not vilifying yourself. You're not sitting in this shame. You are potentially holding it with clarity and awareness, and you have learned how to resource yourself with breathing, with patience with compassion and understand that the only way to heal trauma is to in fact accept grieve grieve doesn't mean that you've lost necessarily anything but it is about allowing those neuropeptides to be released so for some people this is a journey of uh, a time you know I I don't know where you're at with your journey I I can sense that some of you are going to be in the middle of it and here's where your resources are very important the people who you know lift you up and it's the people who unconditionally love you with your flaws and imperfections with those very aspects that potentially you in the past held against yourself and now realize these are not me these are part of my history there's reasons for all of them there's reasons if i was codependent there's reasons why i ended up potentially always with narcissistic people or sociopathic people or whatever it is that or you know there's reasons why i ended up in this uh, hot cold stuff with people whatever it is you know um it's not my fault is what's clear this is why you're out of the shame i'm not unworthy you're out of the shame, blame, fault, revenge. I, I shared with you, I don't know if it already came out, but that you're out of the mental prison. You you have the door wide open. You realize it's always been open. It's just a matter of, okay, you know, that's all. It's, it's, it's really uh, taking a step and reaching out to these people who you know will support you. For those of you who are in the middle of it, you know there are people who will support you. And you know that the journey is one that is beautiful. It's only a little, uh, you know, it's new. It's new is the word I'm going to use. So I personally don't know that end of the spectrum, but I do know the other end of the spectrum of being in situations where you are not loved for who you are as you are unconditionally. Okay, and so even though it's not the same as self-loathing, it's not even comparable (laughs) because I don't know that. I don't know self-loathing. I only know um, self and uh, not being accepted for being myself. We'll put it that way. And so what we get to learn is how to bring that lovely love oxytocin gene hormone online. And so a person who's used to engaging with the ventral vagal The love cycle people, (laughs) we get to feel that a lot more quicker. It comes on in, you know, a bit quicker because we don't have self loathing. Those who are out of the shame, blame, guilt, fault, revenge loops, it's just a little lagging for habits of of not recognizing that, um, again, from the mind and the body and the heart, all in unison. I am worthy, I am here, I am me, I am a self. I simply was not accepted and I was not in an environment that was conducive because my parent wasn't accepted and parents, my siblings weren't accepted. Trauma has a history, it has a passing down can even look at it if you want as that epigenetics. My nervous system and right brain were communicating with another nervous system and right brain that were on panic mode, stress mode. I'm a grown-up. I can tell why, I know why. I know the history of my parents. I know the history of my siblings. I know my history. I know this stuff you've created the witness mind i'm here now and here's my implicit memory system and if something arises i know what's arising because of course my body's felt shame my entire life this is all awkward these are all new things i feel a lot of different aspects it's like the psychopath lady when she's being interviewed about feelings she says as she's been in therapy her Growth for more feelings, she expanded. So she's like, wow, it's actually kind of overwhelming. I have more emotions now. Well, before I could have a palette of three emotions, she says, now I've got like five or ten. Okay. And this to her is something new. It's kind of like when I learned this new feeling way back when, I was like, wow, I learned a new feeling. Like, I'll never forget that day where I recognized this new feeling i think i shared it with the person who brought it about i don't remember but um definitely i'll never forget what it felt like because it's a new feeling that i got to experience i would say that they call it satori well but i I just call it pure love because that's what it felt like and still feels like um so the ability to sit with the grief is what you're getting to learn and taking away the self-loathing as a lens and, and looking at it in your hands. You're looking at the protector lens of this is not me, I don't need to loathe myself, I'm not unworthy. It's something that is uh, explained by psychoeducators and neuroscientists and it actually has its place in a charged state in those muscle fibers, in that nervous system, in my posture, in my everyday. So. Okay, enough about that. I don't want to trigger any more of that. I want to support in saying let the space speak more, the breath speak more, and definitely resource yourself with the people who unconditionally love you with your flaws and imperfections. And for those of you who are in the other end of the spectrum, for us it's really just knowing that we are we are and that people need support all types but we're also here to enjoy life so learning not to engage in that which is not ours learning not to involve ourselves in people's codependent situations in people's whatever it is if they throw it at you you disengage from it and it's not by being mean about it it's by sharing in the best way possible, hey, this is how I'm feeling about this thing. You know, I really wanna stay friends, but I'm not feeling that I can share all of who I am. It all depends on what the situation is. I mean, if you're in the love cycle, then you don't have people around you like that, meaning you don't need to explain yourself because you've presented who you are i know every person new people will always know i love unconditionally i will love to hug you or not hug you'll you have to tell me not to you know be invasive and whatnot i am always gonna be there you know like i have a list of things i will present immediately and i will also say i am full of my lovely flaws and imperfections um i will potentially fuck up you know bunch of shit i don't do social (laughs) niceties i don't call i don't you know so we i have my list of always always and and the one thing i say and by the way you can't get rid of me so if you want to get rid of me you're gonna have to block me you're gonna have to literally make me understand you don't want me in your life (laughs) otherwise i'll keep coming back to check in and see how you're doing or not doing because i'm a friend forever not a temporary i don't invest my time temporarily is what i say Um, I don't do formalities at all not even a little bit uh, because why would I do that we only have 24 hours if we're investing our time let's make it worthwhile but really it's because the Enlightenment Soul Age Group we love from heart and soul and the thing is we're one big oversoul so even though we have an intimate relationship with our immediate oversoul we're one big oversoul so I always mean it when I say to people these things I do sense the ones who are you know going to be that forever in the sense of as we get older but all of it is always left in the open because at the end of the day people will choose if they enjoy your company or not only in time so i um uh here's one thing you'll always find from a person who comes at their expanding consciousness from a love cycle because they've always been an infinite higher human consciousness is that we really mean it we 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 don't know separation we don't know too much too much love too much nothing because when we do something we only are able to do it with our heart and soul we're not able to do it with the surface it's it's just that's not how a person who's from love we have an infinite cup that's all because that's what life is that's what the akashic intelligence is it's empty space and we got to fill it all with love so the reality is whenever for example i'll think of my ibs my panic attacks the 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 places that i get very uncomfortable and still do (laughs) i laugh because that's the only place that i actually if you will still hold genuine true fear it's in the physical which is what i'm getting to as we speak move from this is why i'm doing a channel guidance today actually there's a lot of energies i picked up on around and i decided to share with you this uh, episode but um yeah for me this is the only thing because when it comes to the mind the emotions the physical, in the sense of finances, economic, social—I I know what I need to do. These are all very practical to me. Uh, physical is not—it's <laughs> not in any way, shape, or form my control. It makes me laugh because Sadhguru comes to my mind all the time. When and I'm—I'm I'm still putting this into practice, but it's really—I'm just going to say—challenging to transcend fear with the body because our mammalian heritage of course you know so the the psychoeducators help me to put things in perspective but what I'm trying to describe to you is that actual feeling of fear it's something that's it's it's fear (laughs) it's uncomfortable so it's just I'm laughing too I know it's that laughter that is allowing the right here the ventral vagal state to get engaged and at the same time this is how we learn to rewire this is this is what people will do and have with their therapists. i i learned from them at the end of the day they're those mediators and um even Sadhguru, uh, he was doing an episode i have to watch it on um introverts and how to move beyond this anxiety so long story short though there is there's a bit of interesting energies i'd say about so for those of you who are coming out of shame blame fault revenge cycles i'm going to venture off and and like i was saying share with you it's okay you know let the space be there let uh, the breath be there and let yourself find those who you know can be people who will help you feel their love because that's what you need you need to feel loved unconditionally because you didn't have that growing up and and you know the people who will love you unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections no matter what they are and if you don't know then you know go look for a very good good therapist i'd say with somatic sensory motor and you begin there and then you know look into yoga look into sadhguru. Um, look into being able to create a relationship with your body is what I'm trying to get at. That's why the psychotherapy with somatic and sensory motor is very important. And Basil van der Kolk talks about yoga. So these are, as Stephen Porges says when he describes how to resource a person who works through shame, self-loathing, shame, they're one in the same, breath, because it regulates your nervous system and then the awareness of the psychological floor so your two neurons on the neocortex the six right two here now two implicit memory system meeting in the middle whatever your stories have been that's that ego or super ego you want to stop the story just pause and and don't do any thinking for a little bit calm your system calm the charge state pinpoint the sensation don't don't do narratives okay you you shut like sue martin my teacher says just sometimes just tell it to shut up shut up because they talk about it as super ego i don't do that i think it's not (laughs) ideal to talk to oneself that way i'd say it's ideal to keep it technical and grounded and that's why i suggest nicabm.com go there but yeah stephen porges was saying breath work and so breath because it regulates our nervous system immediately do that and then silencing the Thoughts, if there are concerns or worries, allowing yourself to just hone in on where the the sensation is. If you want, that's where the release would be. So, like for me, fear is in that midline, and and the heart. But those are all places that, in fact, most of the time, will hold those in the higher chakras. Um, and your resources would be. People that are loved ones. Uh, if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, it means you don't have belief systems. You know that you make up your own reality by your own thoughts. So, you'd be very practical. And if you're in Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali, you are. Therefore, like I said, I'm I'm sure you will know if there are those who accept you for who you are and um, start there, and just know that it's going to be okay. You know or we have these 24 hours (laughs) so let's allow them to take place and um, for you to allow knowledge of one thing when they talk about ascension or enlightenment or 5d or even life and personal development people think when is it over some some people and i always think how do you think that (laughs) like what are you doing (laughs) it's over when it's over it's over when you're done breathing you know like so every day is a new day if you can this engage from criticizing so like fear is is uncomfortable because we don't have a sense of safety in our body this is what it is and why would you hold against your body a fear state that makes sense and that then you can understand not only from our savanna evolutionary history people but also from a very practical reason i'm awake now and i'm doing this podcast but i might i don't know get robbed i might get beaten i might who knows like there's so many things but it's not about thinking about those things this is why resourcing is important this is why surrounding yourself with people who are in krishna lila shiva and kali or at the very least they're hopeful and more than just hopeful people who are negative are not going to support people who are on a personal development journey it's one thing if you're steady and solid which is what people from the love cycle are I don't have people around me that can affect my well-being they don't affect anything except for add to my life and they add to my expansion of consciousness my inner world Is not affected in a sense of me not knowing what's taking place. Oh, I'll know. I'll be aware and I'll be immediately the same way as I manage what when I feel these moments of great fear, which I'm assuming is me being able to work with that six-month-old is what I'm gonna gather or just leave it at that. But long story short, (laughs) those who don't have this ability to stay centered and grounded and know all's well i'm healthy physically i'm healthy mentally because i'm not disengaging i'm not you know out there i'm I'm breathing you know i'm able to maintain a sense of so those of us here we don't need the external in a certain way but those who come out of shame blame fault revenge loops is, is different because there has been the habit of let me get the approval of the aloof acquaintance and we are used to our habits that's all so you want to surround yourself with people who are positive truly positive not false positive so that makes me think of the whole test uh you know what i'm saying you want to be around those who can genuinely care for you tell you how they think uh, because they care though and if there are not like i said there's plenty of other resources for you to look into Uh, in the meantime you can also reach out you know i offer mentorship even though i would say look into nicabm.com depending on where you're at with how you feel with this shame cycle because it is something that would mean there's a lot more trauma underneath the surface that can surface and you just want to make sure you have the experts who can walk you through that titration is what I'm thinking about because Peter Levine talks about that. Once certain things get going, they just get going. Now, I am a firm believer, again, if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, it means you've already managed all this. Uh, Or you've had very clear, you know, you have a clear knowing of who you are, all of this kind of stuff. So it's like with me and my, again, panic attacks or IBS or I have a clear idea. Uh, I don't go into states of, oh, my God, I, I, I work with it. Um, and this is where again uh, find the people who will love you and support you and uh, be there for you no matter what uh, tell you straight up what is what and for you to learn how to become completely self-empowered especially if you've had in any way shape or form codependencies that you're aware of so like i said for me the enlightenment soul age from the love cycle we don't have any type of codependency all of our relationships are independently based emotionally and mentally speaking and physically of course but for those who have had shame blame fault or revenge there has been mental and or potential emotional and physical types of dynamics you've been used to that's that trauma bonding and whatnot so long story short allow yourself to one hug you and pat yourself on the back and really like I am so hopeful and happy, and I know that you will be able to be in this complete Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali space all in time to feeling that um, beyond the pure love you began to feel, so knowing what love is in your own body, a sense of enamorment and um just more of it is what i'm saying and less of the fear or the uncomfortableness or the this is weird kind of thing or whatever it is that again i I can't know because i don't come out of that but i can know what it's like to deal with that other end of the spectrum when accepting not being loved by someone you love and not being loved for who you are basically so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences calling in or leave a message have a great day